0: Welcome. You've got mail. Hey, again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Tech Stream. This is Christmas week. So, this is the last podcast we can do before the big day. Uh, I am Christmased out. I'm not anti Christmas. Please, there is a delineation. I am not anti Christmas by any stretch, but I feel like it is being shoved down my throat every minute. And I just want normal music again. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Hey, Seth. How are you? Oh, I'm ornery today. I I see that. I am not. Uh, I, I'm a bah humbug right now. It's too much. It's too much. It's Christmas. This is Christmas. This is Christmas. This. Oh, it's Christmas. Seth, it's
1: Christmas. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, I'm just 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 throwing it everywhere. Everywhere it is. Um, we have it doesn't really. To
1: do. It doesn't really feel like Christmas, by the way. You know, I mean, it was it was sixty degrees in New York all week last week. It finally got a little cold here. I don't know. It doesn't feel like Christmas. Also, the COVID thing's crazy. I, I went to a holiday party, and um, instead of the normal two hundred people, there were thirty. Everybody was in a mask. Everybody was triple vaxed. Everybody was scared out of their wits. It's like wow. It's, and, it's uncomfortable, you know, right? it was it was weird, you know, with everybody triple vaxxed, you got to say, come on, lighten up. And and it's a pretty responsible group. The masks ultimately came off. The alcohol flowed a little bit, but it wasn't. And it was quality conversation. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It was wonderful to see some people well, because but, the
0: 30 people, 20 of them listen to this podcast.
1: <laughs> true enough. But <laughs> but no, you know, it's like it doesn't really feel like it's super holiday ish. I'll give you that.
0: No, it it doesn't. Um, As far as COVID, I don't want to do the whole episode on on COVID. I can tell you, we are planning on giving you the uh, best bets for the holidays uh, for tech purchases. If you're still looking for gift ideas, uh, we have some tech ideas to give you, but we'll save that to the end. As far as COVID is concerned, uh, the sports world is under siege. Uh, Three NFL games were moved. Uh, dozens of college basketball, women's and men's. uh, The NBA has rescheduled. The uh, NHL is rescheduling. Um, There are games canceled all over the place. And the one thing about the cancellations, I do see the argument of healthy teams saying, wait a minute, if your other team is impacted by COVID because you guys weren't as safe as we were, we shouldn't be penalized. And rather than postpone the game, you should forfeit. I think there's validation there. I understand the argument. It's a tough, ch- tough call, but I understand the argument. The other one is something that's going on in the NHL. Both the Boston Bruins and the New Jersey Devils played games where they couldn't dress 18 skaters. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. You're postponing games in Denver. You're postponing games in Calgary, but you can't postpone games when you can't field enough players on the roster? I- I'm sorry. I, the, the, you got to make a universal policy and i know this isn't a sports podcast but please the sports world if you're going to postpone games do it for good reasons
1: yeah i agree with that seth look this is a very complex time half of the people that i know think it's already done there is no more COVID. that's just that simple and half the people are like scared out of their wits right now uh, there's not enough data to understand every single time someone who is uh, with any credibility or authority gets on, you're hearing a slightly different story. It's hard to know who precisely to believe and what to believe. What we've heard so far, and again, we're not medical professionals, you and I, and we only have the data that we have. What we've heard so far is that Omicron is potentially more contagious, but not as uh, severe with severe. respect to deaths and hospitalizations. Everybody's saying triple vaxxed is the way to be. Um, I think everyone needs to use their own best judgment right now. You know, we're, we're CES is just a couple of weeks away. And a lot of our clients have elected to not send their full leadership teams or have cut back. And we're going to be doing the work virtually. I'm going in real life right now as our small team from my organization. And At we will be the time be of this
0: recording, you're planning.
1: Yeah, as, as of this moment. And CES is still going. They just announced earlier this week that they're going to be giving free home test kits to to each badge holder at CES and the goal is for you to take this 15 minute rapid test home kit you know when you get to Vegas and then when you leave you know so that you can know if you need to quarantine when you get home Uh, it's an abundance of caution It, it maybe it's a good idea maybe it's a bad idea but I think we'll just have to see so far we're going as of, yeah, as of this recording of tech stream, I have no plans not to go. I'm, I'm excited about it, but you know, they're dropping like flies. I'm sad about that because you know, we're going to do everything virtually as well as in person, but wow. You know, what it's a, a very tough time. Very what tough. A, what time. A
0: difference. Meanwhile uh, we have talked on this podcast uh, a bunch about TikTok, yeah, and the crazy algorithm. And this week there was a really alarming a uh, challenge that went down on TikTok uh, about school violence, school yes. shootings, uh, mm-hmm. to be specific. It spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. and it went viral. Happened, <laughs> it, it, it literally went viral. That's <laughs> true. Um, and what happened, uh, the town that I live in went on high alert. There was expanded p- police presence. Um, my daughter was scared out of her mind. She didn't want to go to school. She had a test. And that was the only reason why she went to school. Uh Uh, I had told her that if she wanted to stay home, I would let her. Um, I wasn't going to force her, you know, could tell how overwhelmed she was. Um, What I don't understand is there are supposed to be safeguards in place that when some kind of uh, violence or Inappropriateness is put out on TikTok that that gets taken down before it can spread. Yeah, um, they're supposed to be in this yeah. case. That was a massive fail, mm-hmm. and I hope TikTok is called on the carpet for it.
1: They have not called on the carpet for that, and I think the the biggest problem, Seth, is that we, you, and I, are as guilty as anyone else when we think about TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, or Snap, or any social network as being run by people. They are not run by people. Right. They are run by algorithms. Your newsfeed is algorithmic. And if something is really bad, someone's got to call it out, and then someone's got to figure out, it's got to escalate, it's got to go through a whole bit of human escalation, then... Does it match terms and conditions? Does it not? And then, and only then is it taken down. Now, what's really weird is that some stuff gets taken down automatically that should never be taken down. And as you've just pointed out, some stuff that should be taken down instantly stays up way, way, way past its time. So yeah, that happened. And what I think everyone needs to, to understand is that artificial intelligence all machine learning is narrow purpose and really stupid and has no context. People are so used to looking at science fiction movies and reading science fiction novels where you've got Hal 9,000 and Sal 9,000, and you've got star Trek's M five and Dr. Daystrom, and you've got mother uh, from alien and Whopper from uh, war games. And I go down the list and C three PO from star Wars and R2 war D2 games. and All of these, all of these intelligent robots, the Terminator uh, series, they're intelligent robots. And that was, this is, it's science fiction for a reason. What AI does is it pattern matches, narrow focus pattern matches. And it can, the the generative networks, the generative uh, models can assist you in creating They can create things that you might confuse for things created by humans. GPT-3 is very good at that. Uh, But at the end of the day, this, this is completely subject to the level that AI can now learn. I'll give you a perfect example. Seth drove down the street in his car. Seth drove down the street in his car. Now... A three-year-old knows that people go in cars and cars go on streets because humans know what streets are, know what cars are, and know what people are. How will a computer know? Because that sentence has what's known as prepositional phrase um, attachment ambiguity. Seth drove down the street in his car. Is the street in your car? Or are you in the car and is the car in the street? From the sentence, from the grammar, because of the prepositional attachment, It's ambiguous. The computer doesn't have context. It doesn't have any way to understand what you understand. Just intrinsically that all cars you've ever seen are on streets and the people in the cars, the streets are not inside the cars. Seth drove down the street in his car. Now, when you ask a computer to understand something like that movie was bad, is that good bad or bad bad? Which bad? Right. Oh, Seth, man, I just watched The Witcher. It was bad. It's like, what is that? Was that are you a 1960s bad person? Is that is that vernacular from a certain time? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or is did did you not like it? Right read, wrong read. What's the context? And so, yeah, TikTok has to be held accountable. But if we are asking machines to understand context, we are really asking the wrong thing of the wrong device because that's not how they're built, it's not what they do, and it's honestly outside the science. The best it can do is kick something up to a human who can then evaluate it. But if I said to you, if I showed you an out-of-context tweet that just said, I just watched The Witcher, it was so bad. That's one read. I just watched The Witcher, it was so bad. That's a different read, but there's no read on Twitter. There's just words. Mm -hmm. So if you saw it just as a sentence, Bill Burr does a really funny, although it's not that funny, thing about no doesn't mean no in his comedy special from 2019. He says, no, doesn't mean no. And it's like, oh, no, you're so bad. Like, don't, do-. that doesn't mean no. That just is his joke. It's like, but then in court, they go, no, da-. it's like, wait, wait a minute. I shouldn't say it like that. And he goes through that whole context and, and phrasing and, and tone of voice. And, you know, wh- what did you mean? So you can't ask AI, you can't ask machines to understand context yet. Can we one day? Maybe. And so when they make a bold mistake, like scaring your daughter out of her wits, you know, who do you go blame? Well, we have to blame everybody. The person who posted it needs to be accountable. TikTok has to do a better job when that stuff gets surfaced and getting it offline right now, this minute, it's hard. This is a really hard problem. Ain't going away anytime soon.
0: So then then I I just want to take you in real time as we kind of, you know, throw in some pop culture into this and not make everything so dire um and i want to bring in i was looking for the tiktok i wanted to see the threat i wanted to see it for myself i have this tiktok account i only use it for my twitch thursday night football nonsense i haven't really figured it out i haven't really done anything on it i think i have 9 followers and when i search it first of all usually when i go on tiktok initially i saw every half naked girl there was because i'm 47 and a male and that's what they, the, the For You page showed me. What I had manipulated the algorithm to show me was I found these two TikTok accounts, one that showed clips of the classic Night Rider uh, and one that had the Sopranos, right? So now if I go on TikTok, I can flip and I'll see a little clip of Tony Soprano. I'll see Kit Turbo Boost. I'll, I'll see something. That night that I was looking for the threat on the schools, I saw every Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler. No and I way. Wasn't looking. And I wasn't looking. I opened up a TikTok. I saw it. I didn't know what it was at first. And then all of a sudden I saw a beep. And I'm not going to spoil the text. Re- I'm not going to spoil the, the, the movie. This Spider-Man No Way Home is very, very spoiler heavy. So if you're on any social media, there's a good chance you're going to find out. Mm-hmm. that's why the box office has done so well, and that's why this you know this is a very, very spoiler heavy film, but I didn't know what I was looking for. And the algorithm noticed that I stayed on the one spoiler clip, and now that's all I see. It has it, you want to talk viral? If I go on TikTok right now, I will see blank, blank, and blank from Spider-Man no way home. Well, that's crazy. And I don't know that it's a bad thing. I know I can stay away. I know I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. I know how to stay off of a, of, of, a, of a thing, but that's the same algorithm that was putting threats of school shootings that is now giving everybody who's looking for it Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers. And yes, go to TikTok. You'll find all the spoilers or listen to this week's Hall of Justice. At least we have a disclaimer on that.
1: Here's the thing, Seth. You do sports with friends. We have talked baseball a million times. Baseball is one of the most stat heavy sports right it's the original you keep box scores when you go I learned to keep a box score I was probably seven or eight years old when I went with my dad and learned to you know score a baseball game in the program and you'd always look at the baseball cards when I collected as kids you know everybody's stats batting averages on base, like all that stuff was there baseball has been uh, really statistically heavy from forever and I loved Moneyball, and I loved all of the things that Michael Lewis did with that story. It was really fun. The
0: book Moneyball, great. The the movie Moneyball, the movie, not hard.
1: so much. Yeah, yeah I didn't okay. care for the movie as, as much. As we're, as lo, as Michael as Lewis is a good writer. That. No, yeah, we're we're in lockstep there. But what I the reason I'm bringing up baseball in the context of AI is that <laughs>
0: you just want to anger me more.
1: No, no, I do actually. Yeah, the more pissed off you are, the happier we will be everybody. <laughs> think knows better that. Better the podcast comes. Yeah, up. probably. Yeah. <laughs> When you shift the infield left or right based on who's coming up or who the pitcher is or who's Uh, at bat, right? Uh You have an instant feedback loop as to the success or failure of that managerial move. And the outcome of that play is added to the body of knowledge instantly. Right now it's in the record books and it will be referenced over and over again. So if that infield shift made sense, and the play worked great, and if it didn't, we'll know why. Uh, if you decided you were going to put a left-handed pitcher in, and there's a right-handed batter who is particularly good against left-handed, or vice versa, whatever happens, you have an instant feedback loop, and that makes baseball the perfect crucible, the perfect test bed for AI-driven or machine learning or statistic d- data-driven decision making, and statistical machine learning ultimately turned into good old-fashioned or uh, art- You could build AI models around it because the feedback loop is fantastic. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, you name the social network, it works exactly the same way. The feedback loop is instant. You just mentioned you hovered on a Spider-Man spoiler. And I'm not trying to cast aspersions at my good 47-year-old uh, co-host, but my suspicion is that if you were looking at a scantily clad woman of low social responsibility for more than a few right. seconds, the algorithm might've noticed your interest in said woman of so low, so low social responsibility okay. and decided to serve you up some additional examples uh, of scantily Correct. clad women. Correct. And so that feedback loop is perfect. And the more you use TikTok, the better the feedback loop, the better it gets. That's what AI does. It learns. That's the whole point of this. What's so interesting about this threat, this school threat, is how quickly something so negative went viral. And the reason is very mathematically easy. Everyone stopped to look at it. And the way the algorithms generally work is what's known as birds of a feather. They look at the metadata surrounding the content, and they look at all of your friends and what your friends, the birds of a feather that flock together, the closest people in in the graph database to you, in the graph to you, the closest nodes, whatever they're looking at, they assume you want to look at too. And so they serve it up. And if you look at it, and all your friends are looking at it and then all their friends are looking at it that's the definition of going viral so how this thing exploded in you know a few minutes is pretty on par with how all of that works you're scared and by the way this teaches you an awful lot about the way social media works too right sure i mean something that scares you something that angers you something that gets your attention that's why someone who's so negative can do so well on social media. That's why bullying works so well. That's why everything negative works well. Human beings, for whatever reason, whatever sick little reason, we tend to gravitate towards train wrecks. We tend to gravitate towards things that that make us mad, that make like, what's this? Urgh. You know, when you start, you're looking at it, you're sharing, can you believe so-and-so said this? It's like, when's the last time you you did that with like prize cow at the, at the country fair uh, Bessie is like, wow, look at this cute cow picture. Like, when did you, you might do that. But if someone, you know, was starving that cow, like, can you believe they're starving Bessie at the fair? I mean, you you go, the more negative it is, the more likely you are to be on top of it. And that is just the human condition. I wish it were different, Seth. It isn't. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's an article at Shelly how to win a Twitter war. It pretty much just lays the math out here. And it, it explains the virality of something that is negative and how, much more viral it goes and how much more quickly and it's just unfortunate it's a reflection of kind of who we are remember the very first artificial life form ever created by humans was a computer virus you can check me on that folks that's something you can google not just making that up all right anyway Uh, we said
0: at the beginning that we were going to uh, get you in the holiday spirit i don't know how this (laughs) podcast did
1: that how'd that Uh, work how'd that work are you are you feeling festive
0: but we're not, we, we, we don't have, we're not sponsored by anybody right now. So nope. these are just opinions. Yes. Um, all right. Why don't you hit me with the, the, your best ones and uh, tell people what in tech is stuff that you are getting for your loved ones, or you think that if it's way too expensive for you that, you know, us, us, us rich people should <laughs> <I'm> just kidding.
1: <laughs> First of all, there's no such thing as inexpensive tech. At all, if you're looking for gifts under fifty dollars, the six big categories this year are this kind of the same as they've been. Tablets and e-readers come in at number six. Number five, video game consoles. That's where everybody is. People like to give uh, televisions, and people like to give wearables like smartwatches and laptops and notebooks and smartphones. But what people really those are the that, that's the number one gift. But um, here's what people are actually giving in case you're wondering, like I have the actual stats of what people are actually getting. The number five gift, oddly enough, is portable battery chargers. Mm. People are doing that. And I don't travel as much as I used to. Nobody yeah, does. Not as
0: much. Right. But
1: I, that that was, it's a big gift. Smartphones, of course, if, if you're, the question is, what, what age do you give a smartphone? This has been a big conversation in the, uh, in my clan, because we've got some Children that are 10 and 13 and, you know, when want them. 13 year olds have them and the 10 year olds want them and what's them. the, you know, so that's smartphones. Um, but make sure you set up your
0: Apple account where you put that that phone under your uh, your uh, Apple ID. So that way, uh, anytime they try to buy something, uh, you have to approve it. And absolutely. it's a thing that Apple does. That's amazing. I'll get an alert on my phone. Uh, my daughter wants to buy this app. I'll check it out. It's a, an, a you know an app for four-year-olds. okay, that's fine. I'll hit approve. Um, you know, nine times out of ten, I'll hit approve. but th- there's occasionally when they don't see something and it's a20 dollar app, they don't need um, you want you don't want them to have that account. Make sure you, Put that into your Apple ID. Set up it a actually, family
1: plan. Seth, to your point, it it worked. Google Play has the same feature and uh, the parental yeah. the parental okay. guidance, uh, parental approval for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, the number three, because these are the top three, the number three biggest tech gift that people give is pretty low cost, and that's mobile device cases. There's so many of them out there. Mm. Uh, Etsy is a kind of a cool place to look for them, by the way. Because there are so, so many people who are doing beautiful crafts on Etsy. Uh, Amazon, of course, always has a million cases. The most expensive place make you can buy Make sure it's for the
0: right iPhone.
1: Oh, or yeah, or, whatever. Or,
0: or Samsung, whatever phone, but make yeah, sure it yeah, fits yeah. the right phone. Because if it's last year's model and it's a good case, it doesn't fit
1: yeah that's, that's number one number one thing is to check the model numbers and be very cautious about it. The number two gift I already told you is streaming gift cards. That's the number two gift yeah. that there is. Now the number one gift is going to surprise no one. and I actually think this is a perfect gift for anybody. and that is either earbuds or headphones. Mm-hmm. And I have some favorites. Now, AirPods and AirPods Pro, everybody yes. loves for That's sure. Best. They're wonderful. If you want wireless, they're noise canceling and they work great. But there are plenty, plenty of, uh, of great, amazing, incredible earbuds out there. And the, the trend is toward wired, oddly enough. And battery life doesn't become an issue. If you want to spend a lot of money On something that sounds amazing and you want to get an in-ear earbud that's wired again Seth told you we're not sponsored there's no affiliate link here the Etymotic ER4XR earphones they're between 250 and 350 dollars for a pair of earbuds that's crazy give me a favor spell that
0: for our listeners
1: oh Etymotic yeah you got to be able to spell that right uh it's E-T-Y M O T I C, etymotic.
0: That would not have been my guess. So I'm glad you did that.
1: No, no, yeah. It, it's <laughs> the, I've had etymotic wired earbuds for as long as they've been making them. Uh, they do make a version that has a microphone if you want to be able to speak. They are noise canceling in that they have two ways they come. They come with a thing you stuff in your ear that's like um, uh, silicone, medical grade, gooey silicone that's, you know, kind of, like an like an airpod uh like a multiple airpod pro earpiece um ru- the rubber thing on there but the one I like the most is the super squishy that goes in your ear and then it expands like a um like earplugs like the squishy earplugs you use it at, at on, on an airplane that they give you for you know when they when you're supposed to go to sleep with no noise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these are these are so quiet you hear your own heartbeat you literally hear your own heartbeat and I just, They've, they've dealt with bass in a way that most earbuds don't. They've taken the physics as far as they can take it. And I'm a big, big fan of their work. So it's crazy expensive, crazy, crazy expensive. Now, there's one last set of headphones. If you want over-the-ear headphones that are not noise-canceling, but they are incredibly great for listening to music, and you want to spend a moderate amount of money for $199, There is a pair of headphones called the Yamaha MPH-MT8. Yamaha, the motorcycle company, actually happens to make some of the best pianos, electronic keyboards, mixing consoles, and audio equipment, speakers, and headphones in the world. And the MPH-MT8 monitor headphones. Now, in the old days, there was a set of bookshelf speakers that every recording studio in the world used um, called the NS10Ms, Yamaha NS10Ms. And they don't make them anymore because they couldn't get some of the parts that uh, they've been just not able to make them for a decade. But they modeled the MPH-MT8 headphones after these monitors. They are astounding for listening, critically listening to music. I love them in ways I can't describe. Hmm. And if you're someone who's a, a true music aficionado, not if you want noise canceling not if you want headphones that are colored or have over amount like overly bassy because you like to listen to either rap or hip hop or EDM where you want to have just an uh, over exaggerated bass. These are practically flat from 20 to 20 and you will just love them for 199 bucks. I can't say enough good things about them. There, there are thousands of other headsets. By the way, what is a good headset? What's a good earbud? What's a good set of speakers? The ones you like the most. But if someone says to me, I want to buy somebody a pair of headsets, um, it's MPH MT8. If someone says I want to buy earbuds, I'm, t- I'm sending them over to Etymotic immediately to go and, and, and get themselves, you know, an ER4. Uh, that, that's where I am right now. And of course, if you want noise canceling, Bose is is fabulous, just fabulous. Yeah. And if you want to spend the money and don't mind the fashion accessory, um, Apple Air, AirPods Pro are pro. Yeah, really, they're pro, yeah, yeah, they're really, really good. By the way, Samsung just not with not for nothing makes a really good set also of of wireless earbuds no one shows them enough love for that work Uh, but but they they make very good they make very very good wireless earbuds as does for um as does sony tell you the truth again it's in the ear of the beholder uh you can't go wrong with any of the if you're in the 200 250 range any earbuds you pick up in that price range are going to be marvelous to to be fair uh the music itself if you're not listening to high-quality audio, and what I mean by that is, if, you, if you're listening to the equivalent of uh, low-resolution MP3 files, buying really expensive headphones or earbuds doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, you know, be careful to match the listening preferences with with the actual headphones you get. So, all you'll do is hear the imperfections. It's sort of like looking at an old, old, old photograph on a high resolution monitor. You go, wow, that looks terrible. It's like, no, <laughs> you're just looking at it as super high res monitor and the picture wasn't taken at that level. So the music works the same way.
0: Well, you know, it, it's funny because these are all things that are attainable. They're different price ranges. And that was important also because, you know, we don't spend other people's money. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel very strongly about making sure people don't do that. Don't spend other people's money and don't assume uh, what you want. And you know what? These gift cards can get you those tech things. So if you want to.
1: But if anybody wants to buy me a people, gift, I want that 6K, $6,000 Apple monitor with the stand. If you want to buy me a, a tech gift, that's that's what I want in the mail. But- I'm just telling you that if you're buying me one that I'm not buying it. But if you're buying it for me, Seth, I'm all in
0: supply supply chain. I found on uh, Etsy. Someone gave me a gift card to Etsy and I found uh, they make specific to my Hyundai Ionic The charging, the charging wire has a a stand on my my uh, my wall, but it's custom fit for that charger. I thought that was awesome because, you know, that's a specific thing. Yeah. Anybody could put it on a shelf. That's for, that's for wimps you get a, get a custom made thing. And yeah, I have that charging little little thing attached to my wall.
1: So, you know, Seth is one other thing we're talking audio and audio file. And I'm sitting here talking, cause that's like, you know, that's my, that's the tech that I like the most. There's a trend that I have seen. You go over to Amazon and you type in, uh, in the search bar, small tube audio amplifier or small tube audio preamplifier. And you're going to find a world of fifty dollars to $5,000 tiny vacuum tube preamps and amplifiers. If you are, have someone in your life who's an audiophile of any kind, these are the kind of gifts. I, I got one from a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago. And I had, I really wasn't hip to the, in any way, to the world of mm-hmm. these tiny little audio amps and these, with vacuum tubes in them from like, you know, these two valve preamps. Like, whoa. And they sound great. They're small. I have one on my desk. It's like so much fun and they're not crazy expensive. And there's nobody who loves audio. You can get a headphone preamp like that or a headphone amplifier like that. They, they sell them, they, they're integrated ones. There, there are hundreds of them. And some of them are designed really, really, really nicely. They're very beautiful. And the one that I got was from this company Dayton Audio. They it really nice, for what it is, really That's nice cool. sounding. I mean, you know, it's not something I would want to use in, in, instead of the other equipment I have, but it's so aesthetically pleasing and so much fun to have. And then you have the vacuum tubes that are all lit up on the desk. It's like, it's super fun. So if, if you are an audio person or you have an audio person in your life, instead of headphones, yeah, go, go look for some of these small audio amps and preamps or, and headphone amps, they're really cool.
0: All right, that's it. there you have it. So now nobody can say we didn't give you ideas. So if you just get a gift card, trust me, then you didn't listen all the way through the text. Uh, happy holidays to everybody, no matter what holidays you celebrate. Uh, we will be back with a CES preview next week, and then we are going to be covering CES day in, day out, right here on TechStream. Details to follow. We'll see you then.